Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Well, for people who have been listening to this show since we came on the air uh, almost a year, almost a year ago, uh, we are an Iron Eagle fan club that is just posing <laughs> as a sports talk radio show. And Iron Eagle, good enough to join us now. I and I'd go through the whole resume you have, but then the segment would be over. Um, can I just? I'll just do the cliff notes. Of course, NFL on CBS. Of course, CBS College Basketball. Of course, Thursday Night Football on Westwood One. The NBA on TNT. Been calling Nets games since the mid '90s and. Coming up in 2024, you'll be the voice of the Final Four. Wow. Thanks for doing this. Well, I, I feel I'm going to go up a notch this weekend when in the open for Jets Bills, we're just going to roll in your Halloween video. <laughs> and that's going to start the broadcast. And, and Perloff will be amazed sitting back. Going, oh, it's it's Maggie on CBS <laughs> in full Bill's Mafia garb. Listen, that's going to be next level. I and you don't have to roll in the video. I'll I'll show up in the costume if you if you need me. I'll be there. Um, yes. So well, you know we're so excited, obviously, uh, that you're going to be taking over for the final four once uh, Jim Nance steps aside. Obviously, we love Jim Nance. He did a phenomenal job. Uh, but like, what was the feeling when you got the news? I'm very excited, beyond excited, but also recognizing the the responsibility as well. Jim's been doing this 30 years. He's a legendary figure. He's been the soundtrack of this event for so long. And knowing that this means a lot to a lot of people. So on a personal level, of course, to do that extra weekend, to be a part of the Final Four, to be a part of those festivities, and to be a part of those memories, it, it goes without saying this is literally uh, something you dream about and, and to have it actually come to fruition is is pretty mind-boggling but jim's got one more in houston which i know is really emotional for him and then hopefully i'm just hoping guys that i can get bill raftery to come out of his shell <laughs> i don't think america has really seen any of the charm and personality that bill has to offer oh boy. i know there's so much meat left on the bone with that guy yeah. you know so if he much. could only just give more <laughs> i exactly do you have to 
when you think about the final four, do you have to script a line towards the end? I, I, I think Nance has said that he's done that before. Do you, I don't know if you have to do that with your current events, but are you already nervous about, oh, man, I have to deliver the line that will go down in history at the end of this event? Not to make you nervous. <laughs> no pressure. No, no, of course not. Yeah, well, I mean, why? why? Why would you go right there? <laughs> that specific moment that it will come down to in front of millions of people. Yeah. No, no. I, I think... I, I intend to millions i and tens of millions, tens of millions. Yeah. excuse me excuse me what, what i've noticed is that has not been as much of a focal point in in recent years as maybe it was prior and maybe just being short sweet simple get to the point and then let the pictures tell the story that's that's really the mentality of the job to be perfectly honest you don't want to be bigger than the event the event mm. is what everybody is tuning in for and you hope to blend in and then if you can at times uh, be a nice compliment to what's happening on the court and maybe the phraseology you use or the energy that you use can blend in with with what's happening then that's that's the perfect marriage so having done the event now for 25 years obviously it's not like i'm just showing up and this is all new to me how do i prepare how do i get ready for it it's become very much part of my year, and the the obvious end result is being there for the championship. That's going to be the new experience of it. So you're saying if it's a buzzer beater at the end history, you don't want to have a really good pun or something, like or Chris Berman is for that <laughs> yeah. moment? I think, believe it or not, in those moments, sometimes the puns get lost because the event... <laughs> is is really what everybody's focused in on sometimes the puns tend to work better when the moment isn't as big the moment should live on its own and then sometimes if you can help push along a moment and enhance it yeah that's that's doing your job well and, and being ready for the moment you know i had one this past year in the nba with john morant oh, the memphis grizzlies so good. big dunk in the playoffs and you know, everybody asked me afterwards, uh, I called it a jawbreaker. Are you sitting on that? Is that years and years and years? Yeah, when the guy broke into the league, you think of his name and you think of all the possibilities. But the the hope is you have it in the right moment with the right situation, and then everything just comes together. So for that particular game and that particular dunk, it happened to work. If I used it somewhere else or threw it in or forced it in, I'm not really sure it, it would have had any impact whatsoever. Man, for people listening to this, like, that's artistry. Because if you actually would thought of Jawbreaker when he got into the league and did wait for the right moment and then, like, you know, unleashed it there, that is takes as much, like, uh, it says more to even your restraint to not just use it in some, you know, time that's less significant because that landed. I'm glad you brought that up, though, Ian, because Perloff and I were talking yesterday about this scandal that's going on in the comedian world right now. Are you aware of this, what's going on with James Corden and Ricky Gervais? Yeah, I did. I did see the video. Okay, so stealing somebody's joke is like the highest sin. You know, that's that's the most mortal sin you could do in the in the comedian world. Would someone stealing Jawbreaker, is that the equivalent for sports (laughs) broadcasters? Like if someone did Rack Attack, would you be like, how dare you? No, that is my thing. no, I would not be offended. I, I, if anything, it would be the other way. I, I would feel it was a compliment. You know, my dad was a stand-up comedian, and I traveled with him for years and watched him perform show after show after show after show. And there were some times that I can recall that we discussed that particular 
aspect of the business, somebody taking the essence of your joke or using a part of it, but then changing it up just enough for deniability. And it did. It did tick off stand-up comedians, rightfully so. It's, it's, their, it's their bit. It's their personal property. It, it's their shtick. And I can see how, how that can, can have an impact. And clearly, in, in no joking terms whatsoever, the world we live in now, because everything is recorded, everything is there for people to see again and again and again. So I think we probably cut down on that more and more than in the past, but it still rears its ugly head. Robin Williams, who was a brilliant comedian, basically acknowledged that he would take people's jokes. He would go to small comedy clubs and he'd hear something and then he would do his own riff on it. And if somebody went up to him and said, hey, you took my joke, he'd say, all right, I got I got like 75 bucks here. I'll just. (laughs) (laughs) This is how I can make it right. Can I buy you a beer? Can I buy you a case of beer? Uh, Anything. Ian Eagle is joining us. Uh, Of course, he's going to start calling the final four in the championship game starting in 2024 for CBS. But it does so much more than that. Uh, More college basketball on CBS, the NFL on CBS, the NFL on Westwood one, the NBA on TNT, as well as the Nets. And, you know, Ian, this is like your busiest time of year or one of them. So we definitely appreciate you doing this. Obviously, the Nets are the story in basketball right now for all the wrong reasons. What's like the vibe around the team from your point of view? It's really messy. It's uh, one of those things that has spun out of control, and I'm not sure that any of the powers that be thought it would get to this stage. You know, the, the most recent meeting with the media, Kyrie Irving, it didn't help matters. If anything, it may have made it worse. It looked like yesterday, late last night, Maybe there was a positive move in the offing with Kyrie and the Nets putting out a statement together, donating money, and recognizing, acknowledging that something took place. But the acknowledgement has been one thing. The apology has been a different issue entirely. Look, the, the bottom line, nobody in this world is beyond reproach for every action There is a reaction, and I think that's where this has gotten a little bit muffled, that Kyrie doesn't understand why there has been the reaction that there's been. You can be highly intelligent. You can be highly articulate. You could be well-read. You could be highly educated, and you could still be misguided and wrong in the statements that you make. So... I recognize free speech. It just doesn't mean that you're free of any pushback. Uh, and I think that's what Kyrie is is uh, dealing with right now. Uh, the fact of the matter is it hurt a lot of people, and uh, there is yet to be an apology. And I think the timeline here has been really interesting. All of this took place over the weekend. I I believe the NBA allowed the Nets to try to take care of this in-house to meet with Kyrie, to have a deeper dialogue and discussion. And that never really happened. Kyrie sent his uh, stepmom, who's his agent, and his father to that discussion with the Nets. They came to this agreement in the joint statement. But Adam Silver waited, waited to see what would take place, and now has come out and said it, it has not been satisfactory as far as he's concerned. So I don't think it's over by any stretch. 
You know, Ian, you've been calling Nets games for for so long, since like the mid-90s, right? So you know this franchise really well. Yeah. And I don't know if this is a, a question that's even answerable, but if you gave the Nets some truth serum and said you could go back to 2019, and if you had a do-over, do you think they would want both Kyrie and Kevin Durant to come to the Nets? Like, do you think they would have chosen the path they were on, which was a team that, granted, was not a title contender, but one that was cohesive, likable, uh, and yeah. one that was really like it seemed like a very together unit? Yeah, I think knowing what I know, having done the games now for, for 29 years with this team, I think there's a part of the organization that really liked the relevance and the fact that they finally were being talked about on a national scale and people cared about the Nets and attendance went up and there was a buzz around the franchise and around the team. But what they didn't bargain for is being under the microscope more than any other year in franchise history. And with that, comes a great deal of scrutiny, and that's what they're facing right now. Uh, you can't just go hide under a rock. You can't just uh, go about your business and hope that it goes away. With all of the fanfare and the buildup also comes a lot of attention and more attention than they've ever had in, in their franchise history. So I know what you're saying. Uh, I think if, if given a choice, yes, they'd love to avoid the drama, but they also liked the idea that they were considered a factor, that they were actually in conversations, which they had not been in previous years. It's it's a paradox, but the obvious answer is uh, they, they certainly didn't think it was going to turn into this. Yep. So I and I, I'm a former Vince Carter super fan, so I watched you and Mark Jackson do every Vince Carter, I have to say, you were the funniest broadcasting duo. I would tell people all the time, it was like a stand-up routine. Especially if the game got away, I would be so psyched. Uh, and you've had so many great partners. All right, I have to ask a broadcasting question. Would you be looking forward to it if you were assigned Tom Brady? Do you think he's going to be fun to do games with? Because right now he seems a little serious for me. I don't know yeah. how he translates as a football broadcaster. You know, I think back to production meetings that we had, and, and I had him his, his first year as a starter. Literally, I think it was his second start, his first start at home, if I remember correctly, and it was uh, the Patriots and the Chargers. I think Doug Flutie was coming back home, the Natick Mass, and that was like our headline that Flutie returns to the state of Massachusetts, and Tom Brady actually leads them back, and they win the game in overtime, and that was the beginning of the run when he replaced Drew Bledsoe. So he comes into that production meeting. I don't know a whole lot about him. Obviously, you just read through the media guide, and we're talking about 20 years ago. And I was impressed. I liked the guy. He had an affability. He was smiling. He was upbeat. You know, did he, did he give us 12 things to go with in, in the game? No. I think at that point, he was just trying to feel his way. Every year that went by... He got better and better mm. and better in those sit-downs to the point where he emerged to me as the best guy that we talked to once Peyton Manning retired and a few other guys that were very good at it. So if I'm using that as a basis, I think he's really interesting. He obviously has a ridiculously high football IQ, and I do think he has a playful side that he shows occasionally. You know, is it a bit scripted because it's 
it's uh, manufactured through his people and his company. Yeah, but it's in there. So to answer your question, Andrew, I, I think he has a chance to be really good at this. And I think if given the right set of circumstances, and if it is Kevin Burkhart that he's working with, that could be the perfect partner for him because Kevin doesn't require the spotlight and will do everything in his power to make sure that Tom is well taken care of. We're not there yet, and who knows if we'll ever get there, but I'd be really curious to, to hear Tom in the booth, and I do think he can be an interesting listen. I think that Tom Brady doesn't get – he gets so much credit for everything. Here's one thing he doesn't get credit for. He's a great swearer. Like, he drops <laughs> curse words at the perfect time, yeah. and I wish, like, the FCC yeah. would just lighten up on every Brady pro- broadcast and, like, just allow him to drop, like, three F-bombs a game. Like, nothing crazy over the top. It's not going to be, like, you know, Artie Lang stand-up, but just, like, three F-bombs a game would be awesome. Yeah, and, and I should add, Dan Fouts worked in the Bay Area. He was a local sports anchor at KPIX when Tom Brady was coming through high school, San Mateo and did a sit-down with him, and it ended up being a walk-and-talk, like one of those interviews where the cameraman goes 20 feet ahead and then shoots them walking down the street together and then walking around the track together. And Dan brought the video to us one of the years and wanted to show it to Tom, and did. And Tom obviously loved it. He remembered it. He's talking to a Hall of Famer, so it meant a great deal to him back then. And I do think Tom opened up a lot in our production meetings because of Dan. He just felt really comfortable. So if he can get to that place on television where he just feels comfortable, I think it's going to be great for the viewer. I really do. Okay, Ian, last one for you, and this is probably going to be the most important question we're going to ask you in this interview. Now, obviously, Jim Nance, very famous for giving his tie to the most outstanding player of the tournament. Are you going to give, like, a shoe or something? Like, what have you decided? I mean, how do you top that? What What are you going to give the most outstanding player? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, cufflinks are nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's a nice uh, gesture. How about a Starbucks yeah, gift card? Oh, maybe? Starbucks gift card is a yeah. good one. Maybe yeah. a scented candle? Yeah, candles. Candles. <laughs> I don't know if you saw Bull Durham. I think yeah. Candles make a very nice gift. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not go that direction. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to have to ponder that one. I, I have some time. Yeah, there you go. Be like, uh, I'd like to hand you all my notes from the from the entire tournament. This has been a month worth exactly. worth of notes. And then they'll they'll just shred them. But at the end, they're like, oh, thanks so much. Uh, I think I'm good. Yes, thank you, uh, Ian. Again, congratulations. We are uh, an Ian Eagle fan club. Again, just posing as a sports talk radio show. Uh, thank you, and good luck in what is the busiest one of the busiest times of your year. Thank you. Thank you very much, guys. Yep. Yep. Off if I say against the grain on television, I'll think of you. You better oh, say yes. Al Michaels says it four times a game, so not to put any pressure on you. <laughs> I can't promise that, but I do use it. <laughs> awesome, Love buddy. It. I'll Thank see you, you Sunday in the full makeup. So uh, just tell yeah, the security no, guards I'm, I'm going to tell them I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, we're putting you in the open, Mac. There you go. Right. I love yeah. it. Thank you, I. All right, that was great. Ian Eagle is the absolute best. Coming up, Perloff and I. Oh, you know what's coming up? I do not. A little Maggie's top five. Quarterbacks of the moment, but this one with a very big twist. You're going to love this. I guarantee it. Uh, Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio, CBS Sports Network, Sirius XM Channel 158, and the free Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. 
That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to the Maggie and Perloff show. That was a lot of fun just having Ian Eagle on. Just Legendary broadcasters changing, uh, exchanging tips there. Yeah. We told uh, you him, and him? No, uh, the three of us. I would say you suggested oh, yeah. that, that give candles to the guys who win the title or something. Well, you know how Jim Nance always gives yeah. a tie to the most outstanding player. I thought Ian's going to have to start giving the player something I was, now uh, when he starts calling the Final Four next year. Just a little disappointed, Maggie. I didn't want to have to say that I beat Jim Nance in golf to Ian. I thought you might introduce oh, that, that topic. I, I just saw it to be <laughs> polite because it was sort of a Jim Nance discussion, too. And Wait, I brought it up to Nance. I know. <laughs> I was glad you did. It was Jim, Jim, who is the <laughs> nicest guy in the business, was not thrilled with that. Uh, Ian's actually even nicer than him. Yeah. Uh, all right, so... Let's get to it. I am okay. very curious about this top five. So because of all the crazy news that's been going on this week, somehow my Maggie's top five quarterbacks got totally lost in the shuffle. It's Thursday. I feel totally discombobulated. Yeah. Like this is so it's Thursday. We usually do this on Tuesday. Anywho, uh, I decided to change my Maggie's top five quarterbacks at the moment of the moment to a slightly different category this week. Okay. We're halfway through the NFL season, head into week nine tonight. I'm going to do Maggie's top five quarterbacks who have changed their narrative Ooh. for the better or for the worse. Narrative changing quarterbacks. Yeah. I don't have a better word. You got a yeah. better word? No. I mean. Change their story. Um, change their reputation. 
Okay. There you go. We'll do reputation. Yeah, nobody likes the word narrative. It's totally overused. But All right, so we I guess know what you mean. I had two extra days to think about this. Still didn't complete the assignment. <laughs> <laughs> that is the story. I think of I Maggie know what you mean. We'll get to five quarterbacks, and then we'll decide what we're going to call them. <laughs> okay. Okay, so the top five quarterbacks who have changed their reputation. Number five on the list Tom Brady. Wait, what? Not no. legacy, not <laughs> no. legacy, not legacy, but changed the reputation just for this year. Tom Brady, whether it's because of stuff going on in his personal life, he is taking more time off. The team is not as in sync. Oh, he does not have chemistry with the right. receivers. We're Tom Brady. We're halfway through the season. Last year, he had 43 touchdowns for the season. Mm-hmm. This year, he's got nine. Yeah. It's not, not, not been good. the same Tom Brady season. You know what, though? I, I'm not sure I'm with you on this one because I think that the team is also letting him down. You know, they had they came in with Godwin was hurt. They brought in the the remains of Julio Jones. Uh, Fournette's <laughs> oh been terrible. The line's been terrible. Okay, but maybe Brady had a hand in Bruce Arians not being the coach anymore. Uh, There's a lot uh, of things here. Okay. Right now, Tom Brady, number five on the list. Okay, let's see who four is. Quarterbacks who have changed their reputation. Number four on the list is Daniel Jones. Yep. Daniel Jones, who was considered just a straight-up bust by most people as the former sixth overall pick for the New York Giants, is now... At the helm of a six and two team, whether he's the most responsible for it or not, he's getting a lot of credit for how he's using his legs. He's staying healthy, and Daniel Jones has changed his narrative. Yeah, I think there's a good chance. Up until this point, his most famous moment was tripping on the 15 yard line. No doubt. I think he's moved towards evolving past that. I don't think he's there yet. I mean, I think you think this six and two is a bit of a mirage. But the schedule's so easy. Yeah. So easy. Well, as a mirage, they're winning tight games when they are winning. Like, these are close games. They're fourth-quarter comebacks. So I don't know if it's a mirage. I think that they are totally exceeding, obviously, expectations. Like, they're doing more with less. Well, I do think that there's a perception that they're not good. They were three-and-a-half-point underdogs to a really bad Jacksonville team. So I think people yep. are – I think Vegas looks at them and say, you know what? They really shouldn't be winning a lot of these games. But the truth is that their schedule will give them wins. And Daniel Jones has not been throwing for a ton of yards. No. I'm more into Daniel Jones than you are, ironically. Yeah. I, I think I think it's a chance to be the quarterback of next year for the Giants. I think you think they'll probably move on. But they might. I'm telling you, it's going to be hard. There's not going to be a ton of options for them. So I think Daniel Jones gets another year. But you're right. He has completely changed his image around the league. Totally, and he's not turning the ball over, which is really the number one reason. Okay, number three on the list of quarterbacks who have changed their reputation this year, Russell Wilson. I mean, there was nobody I think we were more excited to see what it would be like on a new team. Maybe Devontae Adams, maybe Tyreek Hill, but in terms of like we know the quarterbacks get amplified so much more. Russell Wilson was going to finally put an end to the quarterback carousel that had been going on in Denver. Finally, they were going to have, you know, another shot at a Super Bowl since Peyton Manning retired. And it has just been off to a terrible start. I mean, Russ, in some ways, has looked fine. In other ways, has looked terrible. And Russell Wilson, who is a surefire Hall of Famer, but... We wonder, did Seattle actually get the better of that deal? That's when you know you've fallen far. Here comes the airplane. <laughs> Not to mention yeah. the commercials. Yeah, I Thank mean, actually, I'm surprised he's three. I can't. <laughs> I who's uh, it, Everything you said is absolutely accurate. I still, I think we're being a little too hard on Russell Wilson. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Again, is everything in Denver his fault? Obviously not. That That is a No, but he's not making it better. 
It's spicy. It is spicy. Uh, it is not spicy, actually. What's going on in Denver? Yeah. Honestly, the whole thing is just, it's kind of, it's hard for me to dole out blame there because is anything going right? Is there a single aspect of that team that is going right right now? Yeah, I guess the defense, actually. Yeah, and they just traded away Bradley Chubb. Yeah, but they have about, They have good corners. If Gregory comes back, they're fine. Their, their problems are much deeper than Bradley Chubb. I think it was, I think it's smart to trade away Chubb. I think Russ is going to have some moments in the second half. I think it's going to get a little better. Okay. It can't get worse. <laughs> and I do want another Subway ad. We need more <laughs> Russ content. Here nope. comes the airplane. <laughs> Number two on the list of quarterbacks who have changed their reputation, Tua Tagovailoa, who went from, oh my gosh, this team is just being built. So for the next quarterback to come in, hell, his own team was having secret meetings with Tom Brady and according to Sean Watson. Even they didn't believe in him. And now Tua, despite the awful concussions that he's had, when he has played start to finishing games, he has played well. They're undefeated when he plays the whole game. And Tua looks like maybe he is worthy of being a top yeah. five quarterback, which is where he was drafted. And Tua has ultimately in just indescribably changed his reputation. Absolutely. Uh, his stats are unbelievable right now. Number one in passer rating. I even, you know, I've heard a little bit, oh, maybe he's a better quarterback than Justin Herbert. I think that's a little premature. Well, let's see if he can do it for a whole season. Uh, once, once again, he gets a lot of help from the team around him. Yeah, well, that's smart. I think that's the Miami Dolphins were smart. They're like, you know what, maybe we should put some really fast wide receivers around him. You know, maybe we should give him weapons that he needs, bring in a runner back, stuff like that. And you know what? And shoring up the offensive line. Look what happened. You get a successful quarterback. Well, right. But now they've wasted all these, not wasted. They've used every resource they have. They have no option of quarterback. They are with Tua forever now. And he's definitely an injury concern. Well, I so, don't know if they're with him forever, but uh, he has well, changed not, his reputation. There's no year. draft picks left. Though. Right. I mean, coming into the year, we were all saying, okay, they're setting up to draft another quarterback to replace Tua. That's not happening. They would at all not now. draft him. They could bring someone else in, but we'd have to see well, how that shakes yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, they'll have to be a veteran from now on because I think they've given away all their picks. Number one on the list, Maggie's top five quarterbacks who have changed their reputation in the 2022 season. Ladies and gentlemen, Geno Smith. Geno Smith at one point was a laughing stock in the league, not just like as a quarterback. But the lowest of lows with the New York Jets when you get sucker punched by a teammate when you were coming off like an 8-8 eight and eight season and was never able to get the starting job back. Now look at Geno, okay? 5-3. and three. He's completing 73% of his passes. He's passed for almost 2,000 yards. He's got 13 touchdowns to only three picks. He's getting lauded as a leader going over to Tyler Lockett after a bad drop and giving him the confidence boost Geno Smith I don't even think I don't have anyone else within the last five years who has resurrected their reputation and redeemed themselves in the way that Geno Smith has he is number one on the list I mean I I totally saw the Geno Smith thing coming. <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> no I'm just kidding in fact this is the most unlikely quarterback renaissance I would have ever expected yep uh I kind of like Gino Smith as coming out of college. I was like, ooh, this guy is through. Cover of SI. 40, 40 touchdowns mm-hmm. at West Virginia. Oh, here it comes. This guy, he's got a great arm. I gave up on him about four games into his NFL career. <laughs> and if you had told me that he was going to come back and be this good, uh, I would not have believed you. If you would said in August, Andrew, I got a quarterback for you to watch out. <laughs> and you said Gino Smith, I would have laughed in your face. Oh, we used it as a punchline on Drew Locke that he yeah. couldn't beat Gino Smith out in camp. 
Yeah. Like, geez, how bad must he be that he can't even beat out Geno Smith? Meanwhile, Geno Smith's like the second best quarterback in the NFC. <laughs> the amazing thing about Geno, too, is the way that he is making throws on the run. Since when can he do that? He avoid a sack, <laughs> go against his body, and chuck it 25 yards downfield into Tyler Lockett's hands. I never saw that. I don't know where it came from. Early on in his Jets career, the best games he had were the games where he was running with the ball. He just never did it. And like every time he would run, you'd be like, why are you not doing this more? Yeah, but I actually remember when his feet were moving and he did throw the ball. The it's usually an interception. It was usually an interception. That <laughs> That's was a good pro- point. Like every quarterback's like that. You're not supposed unless you're elite. You're not supposed to be able to do the stuff that he's doing. Let, so let's maybe be he's elite. Also, when you're a Jets quarterback and you're running, you're generally running for your life. Uh, that's not you're you're not that's not that's not the game plan. You're generally just like have pass rushers just bearing down on you. And Perloff, I'm surprised you don't have a bone to pick with Maggie's list here. I mean, before the season, Jalen Hurts, people were talking about already getting rid of him. He's not going to be the guy. They have to think about drafting a quarterback or trading for a quarterback. And now he's the MVP leader. I mean, it's not crazy. to me. Not a narrative change to me. I, I've always <laughs> I knew Jalen Hurts was awesome. Now the rest of the world's caught up. Oh, interesting. Also. <laughs> I mean, okay, Jalen Hurts, yes, you could make a great argument that he belongs to that list. I'm sure he was in consideration. He was also but, receiving votes. But, I mean, he was a lot better. I mean, Gino is a lot more radical of a of a renaissance than Jalen Hurts. At least Jalen Hurts led a team to the playoffs last year. I don't, Gino was a backup to Russell Wilson last year. Yeah. Uh, also so. receiving votes was Gino Smith. Uh, was, I did, was Jalen Hurts. Excuse me, Jalen Hurts. I, I thought a little about Aaron Rodgers, but it didn't seem to rise. The real person who just missed out on this list, Marcus Mariota. And we oh. also could have put Baker Mayfield in here, too. Because yeah. I was a Baker Mayfield, someone who thought he still had a lot left in the tank. And now yeah. he's a backup to P.J. Walker. You know, I mean, the Davis I, Mills, for sure. I mean, I thought he was on the trajectory for the Hall of yeah. Fame, yeah. and now he's done. When you make your list, <laughs> Week you one. can have Davis Mills <laughs> Davis Mills is my number one, no doubt. Week one, Davis Mills was fire. Uh, the one I don't really totally agree with you is Tom Brady. And I think because when you say narrative changing, that implies legacy changing nah. with a guy like that. So there's nothing he can do to ruin his legacy. No, he, there's nothing he can do to ruin his legacy. But, like, this year we're not seeing the same, Tom. No, that's absolutely true. And, like, it's it's just super obvious. Okay, so that's my Maggie's top five quarterbacks who have changed their reputation. Yeah. There you By go. Way, we'll we, tweet it out at Maggie and Pearl. We should revisit in week, week 18. I'm curious, will Geno keep this up? Will Daniel Russell Jones. and Brady improve? Is Daniel Jones going to keep this up? That's one of the fun parts of the second half of the year, these stories. Like, are the Seahawks for real? I could basically watch them over anyone else. I'm so dying to know if they can keep this up. Maggie and Perloff, we will continue on. Uh, We will do NFL teams on the way up or the way down. But coming up next, did one Super Bowl contender make a huge mistake? We'll get to that in just a moment. Don't move. It is Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Perloff is, thinks that tonight's 14-point spread between the Eagles and mm. the Texans is too generous for the Eagles. No, I think 14 points is probably the right number. But I think there's a, a scenario that unfolds here that helps the Texans cover, which you wouldn't think. Obviously, the What's Texans... What's the scenario? So, Damian Pierce is a really good running back. Yep. Uh, the rookie out of Florida. Mm-hmm. If they control the ball... Listen, you look at, look at their last few games, they haven't been wild blowouts. They lost 17-10 to the Titans, 38-20... To the Raiders, 13, they beat the Jags 13-6. They could just take the air out of the ball against the Eagles, which is they want to do. So I think it, if, basically if they can completely shut down Pierce, then it's a blowout. But I'm not sure the Eagles can do that. So I think this could be a closer game than people think, maybe. Do you think it's close enough to actually take the points? Yeah, I, I, I'll take the – because it's in Houston. So yeah. I'll take the Texans. It's 66.5 yards for Pierce, which is a lot. But I'll take the over on that. And because of that, I will take the under. So I'm 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 have a slow paced game. Uh, it's going to be boring as all get out. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to like, flip wow, over. You're really describing this no, awesome I mean, event tonight. I cannot sell this game. I'll take the under 45 points. I do not. I I love watching the Eagles, and I am not excited at all for this game. So I'm painting this slow, boring scenario. Man, I see this totally different. I feel like the Eagles are so good at scoring quickly. Um, I think that. I would take the the 14 is a really big number. I get that. But I would go, I like over A.J. Brown receiving yards at 67 and a half. Ooh, yeah, he's so good. He's so good. He's so good. And, like, I don't see how the Texans are, I think they're going to have their hands full. Um, You can also take Jalen Hurts, one and a half touchdowns. Wait, passing? Passing touchdowns is where it's set right now. They have two passing touchdowns. I could see it. You know, he Touchdown will run the football. He will run the football in. He's got a that's the thing with Jalen Hurts. If you ever had him in fantasy, he runs a lot more than you'd like in the red zone. Well, I mean you I, I don't know. That one feels dicey to me. Because also if it's a blowout, they're not gonna pass. It could be run the ball more, they might not run up the score. Um so overall though, I to me fourteen points would be a stay away. Yeah. Um even the total, I think, is might be a stay away for me because it could be such a blowout. Yeah. But are the Eagles aren't going to score forty points? I don't. I don't think it's going to be like that. So I don't know if I can trust that the Texans would do their part in making sure that this total goes over. Yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> I would not count on a lot of points from the Texans. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, what? Uh, so, and from the watchability scale of one to ten, where are you putting this game? I put every. So I'm actually with Al Michaels on this. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes. Games that could even be so bad, they're good. Like what we had a couple weeks ago with what was it, Denver, where it's like at some point it's so bad it's good. I don't think this is going to be that necessarily in terms of like mistakes and things like that. I think it's going to be a six and a half on the watchability scale. <laughs> also, I'm going to be looking specifically at the Eagles to see any signs that there could be any cracks or any deficiencies or things that we may have overrated. Okay, I mean, you take off three immediately when any AFC South team
team has evolved <laughs> in the watchability. Uh, but it's a Thursday night standalone. It'll force you to actually sit and watch an AFC South team play, which should be educational. Uh, but <laughs> listen, this Texas thing with Brandon Cooks not showing up. Yeah. This is, this is why the trade deadline and tanking is not great for the NFL. It kind of sucks the energy out of certain teams. And the Texans right now clearly are not about this year. No, they're not. I think they'll fight hard, and I think the game, I agree, the game will probably be more interesting than we think, but it is disappointing. It feels a little NBA-ish right what, now. The, 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 the tanking moves or the Texans moves? Yeah, yeah I can I can see that, but if you're a Texans fan, like, no offense to Samter's favorite, Davis Mills, but, like, you got to <laughs> make sure you find a quarterback, and so I can see why it behooves them to get as oh, close yeah. to the bottom as humanly possible, but the Brandon Cooks thing, I just, here's what I wonder. Was the player, like, given some kind of assurances that you were going to be traded? Because, let's be honest, Brandon Cooks is not new around here. This dude's been traded a million times. He just signed with him. He gets, but he gets, like, he gets this business more than anyone, right? Like, a guy who's been on so many teams, I I wouldn't think he would take it this personally that they didn't move him at the deadline. That makes me wonder if maybe someone gave him a very strong idea that he would be gone and now he's feeling you know a certain way about it no i think they they just redid his contract in a positive way in early september so he committed to the team i i don't know what's going on here why all of a sudden i understand he wanted out but why he so desperately wanted out that he's not showing up it doesn't seem like him you're right he's been around oh this doesn't gosh. make any sense it's a he is a wide receiver so you expect some diva behavior but this makes no sense uh, that being said, I think it's going to be really hard. I think the Lions' commitment to tanking is going to get giving away Hawkinson to the Vikings. Yeah, basically said Oof. we are really into the number one <laughs> pick. The Texans saying we're not going to pay for Cooks on your, you know, that was the issue. Yeah, eighteen million dollars next year, they wouldn't offset that. So I see it. The Lions are the best tanking team. Then the Texans. Then there's a third tank. Who's the big third tank? Oh, Carolina. Hey, Carolina. They're um, pretty good, but PJ Walker is going to end up screwing them over. Do you think that? So we, I think we all kind of admit that like the Lions are trying to get a quarterback. Their defense is so bad, like it just cannot keep them in games. Do you think Dan Campbell sticks around for the new quarterback? Because I get the sense that he is going to stick around. I think that he has. Yeah, sure. I think he has like a lot of leeway here. I don't see him, even though they have not done a lot of winning since he took over, I don't see him as a guy who's on the hot seat. Do you? No, I don't. Uh, because what does he have to work with? It's a, an organization that's been dysfunctional for a long time. No, I agree with that you. That hasn't stopped him from firing coaches before. Yeah, but there's never been one who gets as much positive press and positive for mojo. losing. Yeah, it's losing. By, by the way, on that's that. A, that's really interesting. Has anyone gotten more praise for a team that stinks than Dan Campbell? No, never. I can't even think of a close second. That well, this guy. If we racked our brain for NFL history, hmm. I don't think so. People that a coach that people love despite losing. By the way, one thing about the Texans, they yeah. also have the Browns pick, so they can go. They're in an incredible yeah. position. They can get Will Anderson at number two, and then get the quarterback at number nine if they want. I, I don't know. You old. saw Mel Kiper's big board. Will Anderson was number one. Well, assuming Detroit's number one, they take a quarterback. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think Kuiper's big board is based on talent, not needs. Oh, right. So, I'm sorry. The big board is different than the mock draft. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How dare I get those two confused? I so should he, probably he, write to Mel right now and apologize. He did have three <laughs> quarterbacks in the top five. So I was had, surprised Will Levis was on there, considering yeah. the tough game he's coming off against Tennessee. Yeah. Well, Kuiper always says don't overrate one game. I've heard Levis... I mean, it's a it's a Levis Stroud Young mix with Hen and Hooker maybe swooping in out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, NFL doesn't care about. 
I, I think they look at Kentucky and they look, look at these other. I mean, it's Kentucky football. They're never they they don't recruit with the other big boys, so they can separate the player from the from the program. Uh, that being said, isn't it funny? Uh, Gary Danielson was saying yesterday Georgia plays Tennessee, and we were worried about Nolan Smith going out for yeah. Georgia. And he goes, "Watch out! They have Jalen Carter coming back." Then you see Kuiper's big board. Jalen Carter's number two on there. <laughs> yeah. Georgia's basically got a, a future NFL line rotating in there. It is pretty crazy. It's amazing. This portion of the show is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code MMP to get in on the action. Tonight's a two TV kind of night. Every night's kind of a two TV kind of night, the way that sports goes these days. But I'm probably going to have the NFL on the main screen. And then baseball gets the laptop. Ooh. So you're not going to go to the Hulu documentary on the Falwells that's oh, going viral? No, I do want to. I do want to watch that. They, I don't. I have no idea if that documentary is going to be any good, but that is an all-time great trailer that they cut for that movie. Oh, yes, Xander? I, I'm all in on the I love you, you hate me, Barney, that uh, our boss Spike was talking about before as well. Yeah, a friend, a friend of his uh, produced a documentary about Barney the Purple Dinosaur called I Love You, You Hate Me. They also cut a pretty good trailer. I haven't but heard. I miss, I miss that one? Barney. That I was like, just missed that. I think it's on Peacock. Stu must have had That's Barney. My, that was my real house when I was like two or three. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Big <laughs> Barney fan. Big Barney guy. <laughs> Sesame Street and Barney. Sesame Street, everyone, even my kid now is three years old, loves Sesame Street. They're oh. doing a great job. We also got college football tonight. I'm looking at the... Uh, it's, it's Wait, not, is that all you're going to say about the documentary? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. I'm lucky. Tonight is a busy night because you got Coastal Carolina's playing, so we have to scout Grayson McCall as a pro prospect as well. And <laughs> pro off scouting him like he's charting every throw. Yeah, then you got then you have UTEP Rice. That one I don't think we need to watch. Uh, you know, and there's probably some action on. There's a lot going on here, people. We really have to be on our A game tonight. <laughs> Luckily, baseball gives you the ability to watch nine other things at the same time. <laughs> I mean, it's true. That, that has happened to me more in baseball than any other sport where I'll start scrolling and then I look up and it's like the fourth inning. I'm like, whoa, how long have I been? Like, is my head just so far up this Instagram? Like, yeah. an hour passed? No, I switched over to Western Michigan and I was just saying... Uh, Somebody call me when the Phillies get a hit, and I'll come back to the game. <laughs> Somebody call you. <laughs> uh, but tonight better not be a no-hitter again. The Phillies better get a hit. That's all I'm going to say. That's at the bar right now. Get yeah, a hit. This is, we're, we're, we should get paid overtime for tonight. This is a lot of work we have ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you go ahead and pose that to our bosses. So much sports to watch. <laughs> I mean, are you celebrating a one-hitter tonight? <laughs> yeah. My daughter yelled at me last night. She goes, Daddy, all you do is watch football and pretend it's for work, but you love watching football. <laughs> she was mad, uh-huh. but she didn't get to watch. She, didn't, she was mad she didn't get to watch her show, and she used my football watching as an excuse. <laughs> Coming up, we got our Cowboys quickie. Someone's in a lot of hot water. We'll get to the drama in Dallas next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. For a 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.